Hi there. I want to thank you for logging on to my podcast, A Spiritual Update. You will be receiving a lot of information about the news, current trends. Um, it will be updates relating to God's perspective, to what the Bible is saying uh, regarding what is happening right now around the world. Not only that, but there will be messages that will relate to Christian living situations that we are going through as everyday Christians battles that we are facing, opposition from the world. So I believe that these messages will shed light to many things that we are going through, many things around the world that are happening right now. I pray without further ado that you are blessed by receiving this message. God bless you. Ma. Amen. Amen. So I want you guys, stay where you are, to go to the book of Proverbs. If you have your Bibles, uh, Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7. Okay, today's message is how to have victory over your mind. How to have victory over your mind. Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7. I'm going to read it um, for the sake of time. It says, for as he thinks within himself, so he is. I'm going to repeat it again. For as he thinks within himself, so he is. Okay. Um, another translation says, for all, as a man thinks in his heart, that is he. Okay. Um, so that's going to be the beginning of this message is that we are who we think of ourselves. We are the result of what comes into our mind. Everything that we are now, every person that is here and everybody in the world, we are a result of anything and everything that comes into our mind. Right now, there are people that are living inferior. They are living powerless. They are living poor. They are living oppressed because they have not learned how to conquer the, the battle that is in their mind. So many people that have such great potential, such great calling from God to shake the nations, to be the, to have the most powerful, um, I don't know, career, job, uh, the most powerful influence. People that have such, such a powerful call from God, such a powerful gift. But unless we don't conquer that battle that is going on in our mind, we will never live out an empowered life. We must take authority. We must win this battle that is in our mind. Write this down. Spiritual warfare, it begins in our mind. Okay? We receive thousands of thoughts every day into our mind. How many of you know that? You can lift up your hand there with the emoji. Um, we all receive thoughts, thousands of thoughts on a daily basis in your mind. And all of those thoughts can be either good, they can be either bad. Even the most holiest, the most anointed person that you could ever think of, they, they have that battle. They will think good thoughts. They will think bad thoughts. Oh my God, but that's not possible. The holier you are, the, the, the less bad thoughts you're going to have. Well, you have the Bible as an example. Jesus Christ, God himself, 
He had thoughts of quitting. He didn't want to go to the cross. The devil came into his life and, 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 and he wanted to stop the call of God that was over his life. He wanted him to break his fast. As a matter of fact, the devil even entered Peter to try to tell him to quit because the battle was in his mind. There was a battle in his mind. He did not want to die. His flesh didn't want to go to the cross. So there's a battle that we are facing in our mind. Satan, write this down. Satan wants to claim our mind as a territory by nesting his wicked thoughts. Satan wants to claim our mind as a territory by nesting his wicked thoughts. He wants to nest. He wants to have a party in your head. As a matter of fact, as I'm speaking this message, I feel like there's many of you right now that the devil has a, a nest in your mind. He, he's partying. He's throwing a party in your mind. He's bringing thoughts of negativity. He's bringing thoughts of discouragement, thoughts of anguish. But that's why the Spirit of God is here right now, so that you can receive the weapons to fight so that you can receive the weapons to win the battle that is going on in your mind. Can I hear an amen? Amen. 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 The devil, amen. The devil wants you. He wants you to, to give in. He wants you to agree with the thoughts that he sends into your mind. And, and, and the problem is that he sends thoughts. He brings thoughts into your mind, thoughts of depression, thoughts of being in fear, thoughts of always being poor, um, never lacking, never buying a house, never having a good job. He's going to bring all these thoughts into your mind, and he wants you to agree with them. Because when you agree with them, when you don't fight back in your mind, when you don't fight back in the spirit, you know what happens? You surrender your authority over to the devil. When you don't fight back, you surrender your authority in that area to the devil. There's a lot of thoughts going on in your mind. Your mind thinks at the speed of light. Your mind thinks thoughts out of this world. And some of you, you have not allowed, you have not taken authority over the thoughts that are channeling in your mind. Jesus had that same battle. He had thoughts coming into his mind because he was human. He came into this earth. He was God, but he had a body. And that body, um, the devil started sending him negative thoughts. But he took authority. He, he was a, like a gatekeeper. He knew what he allowed into his mind. And he knew what he needed to cast out. When you, don't, when, when you know, when you don't fight back, what happens is that you surrender your spiritual authority to the devil. As a matter of fact, the devil has studied humans for thousands of years. He studied every person that is here. He studied you. He, he knows what you like to eat. He knows what gets you mad. He knows what you like. He knows just what to do to get you upset. He knows what to do to make you want to quit, to make you want to lose the towel. He's been studying you for years. He's been studying humans for centuries, okay? And he is waiting for the right moment to destroy us. He's waiting to send the right time, the right moment to bring us doubt, to make us live in doubt, in fear, in defeat. 
And if we are not spiritual, if we are not fighting this battle, then we will not perceive the darts of the enemy. Can I hear an amen? Amen. 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 So what are the cycle of thoughts? Write this down. What are the cycle of thoughts? There are four cycles. Okay. There are four cycles. Before I go into that cycle of thoughts, okay, before I go into that cycle of thought patterns, I just want to speak to you about what a thought is. Write this down. A thought is an unspoken word. Okay? A thought is an unspoken word. Okay? And a word it is activated the moment that we declare it. The thought becomes a word. It becomes an action the moment that, that it, it bears fruit, the moment that you cultivate it. A thought, it becomes a word. A word is, an, is a spoken or revealed thought. So before something comes and manifests into the natural realm, it starts with a thought. Can I hear any man? Are we all listening? Before anything comes into oh, this amen. earth, it starts with a thought. That's why thoughts are so powerful. That's why people commit suicide. All it started was with a thought from the enemy, with a lie from the devil. People commit suicide. It all starts with a thought. People quit their business. People quit their job. People get divorced. People, you know, every negativity that happens. Anything that happens, it starts with a thought. Thoughts have cycles before they activate. They have a beginning. They have an end. Okay? So thoughts have cycles. Okay? And negative cycles, they begin with thoughts from Satan. If we continue to receive negative thought cycles, Okay, and as I'm saying this, I feel like there's many of you that you've been receiving constantly negative thoughts, thoughts of suicide, thoughts of depression, thoughts of always being sick, thoughts of dying soon. I don't know what thoughts the enemy has tried to contaminate your mind with. The Bible says that he is he, he's, he's the perfect liar. He's the perfect thief. He's a liar. He knows he comes to pervert the, the word of God. He comes to pervert the truth. So, so he's going to come and try to send negative thoughts. And if we continue to receive these thought cycles, it is because the same old thought patterns have not stopped. And if we don't cast them out, like I said, He's going to have a party in your mind. Some of you right now, the enemy has had a party in your mind. And I even came to speak to those that you think that you're okay. Watch out. Watch out if you think you're okay. Oh, no, the devil's not playing a party in my mind. He's waiting for your weakest point. He's waiting for the moment that you're in depression. He's waiting for the moment that you're feeling down. He's waiting for the moment that you feel alone. He's waiting for that moment to come and send his thoughts. 
over your life. And you must be prepared. When the thoughts come, you need to make sure that you have the weapons so that you can fight. Can I hear any man? You need to be able to fight. You need to be able Amen. to stand Amen. your ground. The devil, Amen. listen, the devil wants to see you destroyed. He wants to see you disarmed. He wants to see you all lost. He wants to see, listen, when the manifestation of Satan comes into a person, they are poor. They don't have a job. They are divorced. Everything is just completely destroyed in that person's life. But that's why the presence of God is here to bring restoration. The presence of God is here to restore your mind, to restore your thoughts, to restore your way of thinking. Okay? So, so what do we do with these thoughts? When they come, we have four options. Thank you for that amen. I heard one amen. Come on. What to do? What can I do amen. when these thoughts come? There are four things that we can do when these thoughts come. Write it down, okay? What can we do when these thoughts come? There's a cycle of thoughts. There are four thoughts. Number one, we must reject the thought, okay? The, the four types of thoughts. I'm gonna go into each one and then I'm gonna go in depth. The, first, the four options that we do with thoughts. Number one, we reject the thought. Number two, we entertain the thought. Number three, we meditate on the thought. Number four, we cultivate the thought. I'm going to repeat it again. We reject it. We entertain it. Number two. Number three, we meditate on it. Number four, we cultivate it. So I'm going to go number one, we reject the thought. When a thought, bad thought comes, we bring it to subjection, okay? We say, no, I don't believe this thought. I don't receive this thought. You reject it automatically. Number two, we entertain the thought. When you entertain the thought, you consider it. You make room in your life. You make room in your mind for that thought to continue to happen. You don't cast it out. You start agreeing with that thought. So at this stage, you find evidence that validates that thought, okay? Number three, we meditate on it, okay? We meditate on it. As a matter of fact, we meditate on it. Can everybody see this? What I just shared? Yeah. Okay. So, so I want you guys to see this really quick. The cycle of thoughts. The first one, you guys can take a screenshot if you want. I want you guys to understand. That's why to have something visual, you reject the thought. You bring it to captive, the obedience of Jesus. Number two, you entertain, you give it consideration, you make room for it. Okay. And the third one, you meditate on it. Okay, so what happens at this point when you meditate, you carry that thought for a long period of time. Okay, now you're not just letting that thought, when you entertain it, you're just agreeing with it, you're letting it sink in, but now you meditate on it, you're bringing that thought back, and you're thinking about it with other thoughts. So you already have a space for that thought into your mind, 
you accepted it, now you want to keep on thinking about it. So now you're looking for more evidence to think about that thought. And then the fourth one is cultivate. Now when you cultivate, you believe that thought. Now it takes root into your mind. At this point, it becomes a stronghold. It becomes a part of what you believe in. It becomes part of your words, part of your language, okay? And as I'm saying this, I feel like there's many of us that we have been rejecting the wrong thoughts. We have been rejecting positive thoughts. We have been rejecting thoughts of God, thoughts of his presence. And, and we have allowed negative thoughts from the enemy to come. Oh, but you're sick. Oh, but you're going to die soon. Oh, but your family's never going to be successful. Um, you know, your, your children are going to be just like you. I don't know what negative thoughts you have allowed inside your mind. But when you, when you continue to, to entertain these thoughts, you will, you will continue to meditate on it and you will cultivate these thoughts. And that devil, he's having a party in your mind because you believe and you've cultivated all the thoughts that he thinks about you. Can I hear an amen? Amen. Come on. Amen. As, as I'm saying this, there's a lot of you right now that you believe all the things that the devil has said about you. I remember when I started in my walk with God, um, you know, I, I was so shy. I couldn't talk to anyone. And, and I, I was so engraved that I was a shy person. I thought that it was okay for me to be shy, you know, and, and I would tell to everybody, oh, no, I don't talk to anyone because I'm shy, you know, and, and I cultivated that thought and I believed that thought. And then I read the scripture and I renewed my mind. I said, wait a minute, timidity. The Bible says that God has not given us a spirit of timidity. He has not given us a spirit of fear. That comes from fear. That comes from the fall of man. And I need to be delivered from this spirit. I need to be delivered from this thought. See, the devil, he, he wants to plant a nest in your mind. He wants to plant a nest of thought. I don't know about you, but I am not a trash can for the devil to just come and pollute my mind with those thoughts. I, I'm going to say something very controversial. But I'm not going to allow the devil to come and, and put a, you know, and just crap all over my mind. I need to say, God, I am not a dirtbag. I am not going to allow the devil to contaminate my mind with those thoughts. I am not a dirtbag. I am not a mind for him to uh. just come like the, you know, like the birds that, that they just come, you know, on, on trees. No, I am not like that. I am better than that. I am a son of God. I am not just going to conform to what the devil says about me. The devil says you're ugly, you're fat, you, you know, you're growing old. You're never going to get married. The devil is a liar. He wants to contaminate you. He wants to, uh, he, he wants to bring discouragement. He wants to bring fear. He wants to isolate you. But I came here to tell you that the devil is a liar. You need to trust the word of God. You need to believe the word of God. What Amen. does God say about you? He says that you are blessed and highly favored. 
He says that he will supply all your needs. He says that if you trust in him, that you and your family shall be saved, that you and your generations will live a long life. The Bible says so many promises. Do you believe what the devil says about you or do you believe what God says about you? God says that you will prosper. God says, just seek his kingdom, seek his righteousness and everything else shall be added on to you. Amen. 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 I feel the presence of God. I feel like there's many of you right now that you just allow the devil to just come and pollute your mind. You need to begin to think the right way. You need to say, devil, I cast this thought out like Jesus was when the devil tempted him to, to go and, and eat, you know, from, from the rock to turn it into bread and eat while he was fasting. And he said, no. He said, man shall not live by bread alone. And when the devil tried to tempt him to not go to the cross, he said, no, I must finish the will of my father. There's many of you right now that the devil, he's tried to pollute your mind. And he's tried to tell you, no, it's too hard. The will of God, it costs you too much. You're sacrificing too much. You're paying too much. You're praying too much. You're wasting your time. The devil is unsucio. The devil is a liar. You know, if, if he, the devil is, he's, he, he, he thinks the worst about you. He wants to see you destroyed. He wants to see you disarmed. The devil can go to hell. I am going to do the will of God. I don't care what the devil tries to put into my mind, but I'm going to go and do his perfect will. Can I hear an amen? Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. The presence of God is here. How do we know when a thought is and when a thought isn't from God? Write this down. How do we know when a thought is or isn't from God? When you receive a thought, I just told you right now, we think thousands of thoughts every day. All of us right now. And it doesn't matter whether you're in the church or whether you don't go to church. You're going to think good thoughts. You're going to think bad thoughts. The devil's just trying to like throw darts. Have you ever played, you know, the, 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 the game throwing darts, shooting darts? Um, the devil, he's just trying to throw darts. And he's just trying to see if he, if he cultivates in your mind. He, can, he, he doesn't know if it's going to, he doesn't know if it's affecting you. The only way that he will know is by your actions. He will only know by the way that you act, by the way that you respond. If the thought that he said, because he can't read your mind, all he can do is just send the thought into your mind. Okay? So how do we know when a thought is or isn't from God? Write this down. Thoughts that contradict God's word are not from God. Okay? Thoughts that contradict God's word are not from God. Whenever you receive a thought that is negative, a thought that is demonic, I've seen, you know, many people when they dream, sometimes they have these crazy and nasty dreams that they're being chased by someone, that they're going to be killed before their time, that they're going to die early. Those are demonic thoughts. When, when we give way to these thoughts, I gave you the chart. When you meditate on these thoughts, when you entertain these thoughts, 
the thoughts that we don't fight, the thoughts that we don't deal with, we will become. Any thought, any thought, thank you for that, amen. Any thought that we don't fight with, that you don't deal with in the presence of God, you will become that thought. I've had many people, many disciples, many people in our church. I will never leave the church. I will always stay here planted. And then the seed started coming of the devil. Too much work, too much this, too much that, too much money, too much this, too much that. And then what happens? Little by little, you start detracting. Little by little, you start falling into sin. And the devil, he's like the perfect orchestrator in your life. He's the perfect orchestrator. He knows what Jezebel to send. He knows what person to send. You know, you like girls, he's going to send a girl. You like guys, he's going to send guys. He's going to, you know, whatever you like, you know, he's going he's gonna to send you whatever you like because he wants to distract you from the will of God. He wants you to stay negative. He wants you to stay. The, can you imagine if I would have still thought that I was a shy person, I wouldn't be preaching to any of you right now. I wouldn't have preached to, to, a, to like 500, 600 people when I did, when I went on a mission trip. I wouldn't have done any of that if I believed that I was shy, if I believed that I was timid. The Spirit of God is here. There's many of you that you believe lies from the devil. You grew up thinking certain things. You grew up thinking lies from the devil, but today God is exposing them. God is removing them from your life, okay? Um, people that are saying that they're just gonna be like their dad. Um, I'm just gonna be like my mom, I'm gonna get sick. Uh, maybe you think, you know, people, the mind is so powerful. The mind is so powerful that whatever you think, you can create it. I want you there where you are to imagine, imagine a yellow cow flying in the sky. Imagine right now a yellow cow flying in the sky. Can you imagine it? Lift up your hand. Amen. Can you imagine? You, you, you can imagine it. How powerful the mind is that whatever is being placed, whatever you imagine, it can become a reality. It can become something real to you. You can imagine anything. You can imagine something like being sick, something like being ugly, something... I'm never going to get married. I'm wasting my time. I'm getting old. I don't know what thoughts you're thinking about right now. But the mind is so powerful that it's going to find evidence to try to believe that thought and try to cultivate it as if it's you. He makes you think that it's you thinking that thought. He's going to grab the truth. He's going to twist it because he wants to pervert the truth. Now write this down. How do we win the battlefield in our mind? Second Corinthians, so I told you, how do we know when a thought is not from God? When it contradicts the word of God. That's why it's important for us to be renewed in our mind according to the word of God. We need to renew our mind. We need to study the word of God because the word of God, it says the truth. So whatever the Bible says, I'm going to believe it. If the devil wants to send the thought into my mind, I'm not going to believe it. I'm going to believe what the Bible says. I'm going to believe what God says about me. How do we win the battle of our mind? 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 through 6. 
okay? Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 through 6, and with this we'll close. How many of you are receiving? Amen. Amen. Come on. Amen. This is, this is powerful. <laughs> Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 through Amen. 6. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh. Listen to this. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. We are destroying speculations and every lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God. And we are taking, listen, and we are taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. I'm going to repeat it again. We are taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. You need to practice meditation on the will of God. You need to practice meditation on the word of God. How do you win the battle of your mind? Number one, we must discern the wrong thoughts. We must know when a thought is being sent to us, is or isn't from God. Whenever you start thinking about something, I want you there where you are, you know, the moment that we finish tonight, begin to analyze what goes on in your mind. Begin to analyze, do a self-analysis of what goes on in your mind. What's going on in your mind? Why is it so important for us to overcome this battle? I read to you the scripture at the beginning. I think, therefore, I am. If you cannot think highly of yourself, you will always be mediocre. If you can think higher of yourself, you will not be successful. The way we are right now are a result of everything that we think of ourselves right now. I am what I am right now because of what I believe for myself, because of what I believe. Amen. As a man thinks, that is who he is. So how do we win the battle? We must discern the wrong thought, number one. Number two, we must confess the wrong thoughts before God. Number three, we must repent. And we're going to do all of that tonight. And number four, we must take every thought captive to Christ, rebuke it, and cast it out. And listen to this. You cannot overcome evil thoughts with pretty words. <laughs> oh, my God, Lord, please take this thought away from me. Please, if it's thy will, please just remove this thought. You know, or I don't want to think, you know, you cannot have pretty words when it comes to this. The devil wants to fight you. Think of the devil as your worst nightmare. Think of him as Thanos. Those of you that have watched um, the, the the, the Avengers, think of him as Thanos. Think of it as think of him as Endgame. your worst nightmare. He wants to see you dethroned. He wants to see you destroyed. And you need to fight back. God has given you resources. He has given you weapons to fight that battle that is in your mind. The battle begins here. Okay? The battle begins here in your mind. There's a battle going on in your mind. Right now, even as I'm, as I'm speaking, as I feel like there's a battle. We must bind the devil. We must cast them out. There's a lot of you right now, and you're facing giants. You're facing opposition. Maybe there's a giant that is in your life. All of us have a giant. For me, 
it was timidity. For me, it was fear. That was my biggest giant. Now, the devil has you facing this giant because he knows that that will be his worst nightmare. <laughs> he will try to paralyze you as much as possible because there's a call of God over your life. So in order for you to step into the perfect will of God, you must be able to remove those thoughts from your life. For me, if I would have continued thinking that I was shy, I would have never presented, I would have never gone, I would have never preached, I would have never done half of the things that I'm doing now, okay? So the devil, he, he wanted me to believe it because he knows that I have a calling to win souls. He knows that I have a calling to preach the word of God. So what did the devil do? He wanted me to think that I was shy. He wanted me to keep myself locked up in a box. He wanted me to stay quiet. Many of you, maybe that's not your battle. Maybe you have a different giant that you're facing. That giant is there because the devil is trying to do whatever he can so that you don't move that giant away and so that you enter into the promise that he has for you. But I came here to tell you that you must fight. You must shove that giant out of the way. You must cast that giant out of your life. Any giant, any Amen. mess that the devil has put over your mind, any thoughts, you need to say, no, I have authority. I take authority over every thought in my mind and I cast it out in the name of Jesus. Devil, you have no power over my life. Devil, you have no authority over your mind. I am not a nest ground. I am not going to allow him to nest my mind with thoughts. I am not going to allow him to put his garbage over my mind. I value myself. My mind is, is, is set apart for the thoughts of God. My mind is set apart to think the thoughts of God, thoughts that are good, thoughts that are holy, thoughts that will prosper me, thoughts that will encourage me, thoughts that will inspire me. Can I hear an amen? Are we alive? Are we doing something? Only two, three amen. 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 See, amen. amen. Thank you, Jesus. You must think amen. like God. Amen. You must think like God. Amen. You must amen. think like what he amen. says. Stop thinking. Stop believing what the devil says about you. He wants to see you at your worst. But God, he wants to see you at your best. He wants you to enter into your purpose. It doesn't matter what you went through. It doesn't matter the mistakes you've made in your past. The presence of God is here right now. And he's doing a reset in your life right now. He's doing a reset in your thoughts. He's doing a reset in your life. He's doing a reset in the spiritual realm. I want you there where you are. If you can just close your eyes. I feel the presence of God right now. There where you are, just close your eyes. I feel his presence. We are reaching the end of this podcast and I just want to take the time to thank you for listening throughout this message. I believe that it ministered to you, that it impacted you, that it gave you a new revelation and a fresh insight of the presence of the love of God. Thank you so much. I want to take this time to speak to those that are here for the first time. Maybe it's your second time. Maybe you don't know you came here lost and, and you need God. You need the presence of God. The Bible says that Jesus, he is welcoming us with open arms. The Bible says that, that all of us have sinned, that all of us have fallen short of the glory of God. 
I want to invite you today to make this prayer with me to receive Jesus Christ in your life as your Lord and your Savior. There where you are, I want you to say with me, Dear Heavenly Father, I receive your presence. I receive your love. I repent of all of my sins and I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Thank you once again. If you are, if you, if you received, if something happened, if you have a testimony, feel free to message to us. Refer this to someone, someone that needs it, someone that needs a miracle from God. Uh, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell those that are around you so that they can listen and so that they can be filled as well with the presence of God. Look forward to seeing you the next time. God bless you.